welcome back to Cinema Vino. It's good to have you guys back. This is part one of our time traveling experience, time travel movies. Are we back or have we been here all along? Yeah, we, we've looped. We're watching ourselves somewhere, is, like out in the bushes. Is there a time traveling noise? Like, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh. Doctor Who. That's something I really want to get into with this series is appreciating all the different methods of time yeah. travel mm-hmm. and sounds. Yeah. Yes. So we've got Sean Jordan. <laughs> hey. Taylor Owens. Yay. And Travis Budd. Oh, hey. Uh, we've got the whole team. Tay's back from space camp. Oh, God. I learned a lot about wormholes. <laughs> and it was really, they're just in the hole. That's yeah. all it is. Like, they don't do anything. It's just worms and holes. Yeah, it's just worms and holes. Yeah, there's That's nothing. All it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot about living, a little bit of love. Yeah. They made a movie about that. It's called Dune. Yeah. Well, I was really just a janitor. Yeah. At, yeah, at space camp. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, part one of six time travel movies we're going to do. So we're starting out with a comedy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to drink, uh, for this series, some wines that um, kind of either alternate of wines you can drink right now, fresh, uh, immediately, or wines that will age a little bit. Oh. So. <clears throat> little old time travel wine? Yeah. So we're going to start with a Viognier, a French Viognier, um, that is going to be something that's, it's, it's a 2020, and it's it's drinking really good right now. Uh, this is the Comtesse Marion, a uh, Viognier that's about... Eh, 20 bucks. Can you dumb down what a Viennese is? Viennese is going to be a white wine. Um, it's going to be lightly acidic, um, creamy. Creamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have, you know, lemon, lemony, citrusy. Uh, sometimes you even get kind of a orange peel kind of texture to it. Yeah. It, and it can be, commonly can be like a... A blending grape, too. Yeah. Like Chenin Blanc, Vignettes are also, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will even see this blended with red grapes. Yep. A little bit. They'll throw in a little bit with, like, a Syrah or something to kind Lighten. of... Lighten it up. Yeah. Mellow it out and kind of sand off the edges. Um, so, yeah. This, and I think it drinks just fine on its own. Yeah, this is... Yeah, this is, this is a good one. It's nice. Um, this would be a really good pair, I think, with Asian food. If you're doing, like, a spicy, you know, kind of citrus-type Asian... Pad Thai? Yeah. I think it'd be really good. It'd go really well, kind of a zesty Nut sauce. Yeah, a little bit of lime. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it's got that kind of citrus flavor that'll kind of cut through the spice, but also it's got kind of a creamy kick to it. So mm-hmm. it'll hold up against some some bold food. So I always look for a French wine to pair with pad thai. That's I'm always on the lookout. Yeah, um, but that's our first choice, and that's a 2020 again. So you drink that now. It's not meant to age. It's not going to get better with time. What's the uh, what's the price point? Eighteen twenty. And I saw it's thirteen percent. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty typical for a white wine. It's Most white, white wines are in that range somewhere. Um, and then for the red, we're drinking the Lan Rioja. Rioja. And it's a 2015. So, I mean, obviously it's got seven years on it right now. And not a whole lot of red wines even will hold up for that long and still be really good. So, uh, Spanish reds are kind of are unique in that way. A lot of old world wines are unique. They can age. Um, you can let them sit for a while. Even Spanish reds that are... Affordable like this one. This one's about 15, 16. 14.5% alcohol. Mm-hmm. And this one could actually sit for a little while longer. You could put another few years on it. I think it'd still be really good. So, uh, oh, well, yeah. What's the year on this one again? 2015. Okay. 2015. Yeah. Yeah, this one has a little like time map on it. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like a little aging stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Um, Todd, give me my dump. Info dump. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
Uh, this was released February 17th, 1989. Oof. Uh, it was actually filmed in 1987. So Whoa. it sat on the shelf for almost two years. It struggled with uh, distribution issues. Much like this wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, it's a, it's a time travel movie that sat on the shelf for a while. So figure that out. Uh, grossed $40 million against a $10 million budget. So it became a surprise hit. I think more than people thought. $40 million against a $10 million budget? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a pretty decent return. Um, and it actually kicked off a whole franchise. Uh, Where was the budget? Ah, uh, probably those phone booth effects. <laughs> just yeah, just the tube down. effects. That, that uh, Max Headroom uh, CGI from back in the, the day. The consistently expanding phone booth. Yes. Square footage. <laughs> and probably uh, cocaine for George Carlin. on the inside. Yeah, that's probably that makes more sense. I'd say at least a million of that was George Carlin's cocaine budget. And, and half of that is those fancy guitars they get at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't even have, like, the tuning knobs yeah, uh, on Yeah. Um, so you had two sequels. Uh, Bogus Journey. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey came out in 1991, uh, which I enjoyed. I don't know if you guys have seen that. We talk about that I later. need to revisit that. Um, time, time for a rewatch. As, yeah. a, as a young man, I, I got a kick out of that one. And then uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which came out in 2020 during COVID. Um, None of us have seen it? Or uh, I, I've seen it, yeah. I, I have not seen it. You did? It was cute. It was stupid, but I mean, and we'll get to that. So was the first one. That that's yeah. this franchise, you know, and you know we'll get to that in my critique of the of the movie. It's hard to criticize a movie that makes fun of itself so yeah. much. It's yeah. almost critic proof. Um, so yeah, co-stars uh, Counter Reeves, Alex Winter, Ted Theodore Logan, and Bill S. Preston Esquire. Esquire, uh, respectively, and then George Carlin plays Rufus, the time traveling guide from the twenty seventh century. 2688? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plot follows two dim-witted California teens who are presently flunking out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted secretly dream of starting a rock band called Wild Stallions, but they lack the initiative and the skill to make it happen. History teacher informs them that if they tank their history project, they will be officially flunked out of school. So with that, Rufus, a righteously cool dude from the future, lands in a Circle K parking lot in a magic phone booth time machine to inform the boys that they must pass their final project at all costs. He informs them that they uh, are their fluffy 80s metal band will someday unite the world in song and world hunger and war as we know it. Did you say fluffy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think of fluffy 80s hair metal, you know, kind of like. Oh, yeah. Glam rock, yeah. 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 Um, you know, spandex and fluffy hair. That's kind of what I think of 80s metal. Sure. Um, so Rufus gives them his time machine. The boys are able to go through history and do the proper research, interact with an assortment of historical figures. Somehow learn both French and Greek uh-huh. along the way. Yeah. <laughs> and they're able to interpret. Yeah. Um, they interact with uh, Sigmund Freud, Napoleon, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Socrates, or Socrates. I love that. I don't know why. I thought Socrates was so, so funny. I thought it was so funny to me. I'm always worried that I'm going to be involved in a serious conversation. I'm yeah. accidentally going to call him Socrates. So, like, Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy the Kid. Uh, and also two bodacious ladies in waiting from the court of Henry VIII. The bodacious babes. <laughs> um, and so they have to make this presentation, but can they get their whole... Uh, uh, project together in time. That's the, basically the crux of the movie. Um, so, and a side note that the movie does make a few historical errors. We'll get to those later. And obviously, you can't grade it this movie too too harsh. Huh. So, Trav, I'm curious about your thoughts. What do you think? I love this movie when it came out back in the day. I found it harder to watch this time. Um, 
because maybe I just wasn't in the mood, but it had been several years since I had seen it. Um, but I love all like the, the stupid little air guitars and stuff. Joan of Arc was hot. Uh, Socrates goes Socrates whenever he's trying to hit on the girls in the mall. Mm-hmm. Geek. And Sigmund <laughs> Freud. Like, yeah. Uh, and by the way, they were like, Violently old. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, the oh, yeah. women. Oh yeah. Well, it's like wait, wait, the guy is trying to. I'm like so these mm-hmm. little these young girls. Like what, what what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Billy the kid gets the um, like most lines in the movie besides Bill and Ted and uh, and and uh, Rufus George Carlin. Well, and maybe Ted's dad. Well, he did but take he the time travel very well. Yes, he did. He was yeah. You also got to think at Socrates' age. I mean, it was. Pretty commonplace to hit on like twelve year olds. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon, Napoleon had a lot of lines too. Yeah. Ooh, in yes. French. I yeah. honestly, yeah. Uh, man, his uh, swimwear was inappropriate. <laughs> I thought we were gonna see. I kind of did. We see, not see more. I yeah. wanted to see Napoleon's little Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought it was like he was running up and down the slides. Like he was getting so into it. He was into slide theory at that point. Yeah. And clearly, uh, talking about it with. The kids waiting in line, carrying Great. a child up the line. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, um, uh, but don't do that. And eating lots of ice cream and just, you know, that's great. Eating Neapolitan ice cream, which is obviously a very stupid joke. Uh, Taylor pointed this out in, in a text <laughs> uh, later on, but I was like, uh, I loved all of the stepmom jokes. Oh yeah, um, I mean, yes, for pills. Yeah, it was. It was just like, and his dad just being like, mm, like, all right, why don't you guys why go you take go an early yeah. dinner? And he was like, he's so gonna bake. He was like, man, your dad's going for it in your room. Yeah. and he was like, shut up, Ted. He's like, remember when I asked her to prom? Shut, shut up, Ted. Ted. That got me. I was like laughing. I was watching my girlfriend, and she was like, that's not funny. I was like, no, it is no, very it's, funny. It's, yeah. very, it's funny. very funny. It's, it's violently funny. Yeah, uh, I did like uh, this part of the the. So basically. Their telephone booth was a takeoff of Doctor Who because mm-hmm. they have the the call police box or whatever. Uh, but obviously, it's almost bigger than the inside because they fit like eight people in there. Yeah, yeah, it, um, it was tight for two people mm-hmm. at the start of the movie, and yes. then there were like ten people in it. Yeah, I enjoyed the time travel aspect of it, where you know, basically, uh, Ted was like, "Oh shit, I need these keys," and you know, I just need to remember. Uh, in two days to go steal my dad's keys, then go put them here, hide them for us. Oh man, okay, I gotta remember trash can to randomly fall on his head or yeah. recording or of tape. me like jerking off and listening to Wild Stallion or what? I, I whatever he did. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry, I I, I kind of look at comprehensive. Okay, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, they really yada 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 over that in the middle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how many and, how many time travelers did they have? But quite a few. I mean, they had a roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little rogues gallery. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, as while I was watching this and I saw Abraham Lincoln in it, all I could think of is uh, in Fight Club when they're like, if you could fight anybody from history, who would you fight? And one was like, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln was God, a, a good answer. Great boxer. Got it. Actually. Yeah. Historically, he was a boxer. He was He's a got great reach. Too. Yeah, he was a tall guy. Dude. He was 6'5". Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, he so was we can six look four, six five. He was a big dude. But yeah, he was a bare knuckle boxer. Yeah, and he was a frontier guy too. I mean, he log cabin dude. He was also a vampire slayer. That's yeah, true. Exactly. That's that's factual truth. Mm-hmm. Chopped down a cherry tree. Wrote a book about. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, like he Wouldn't knew what he was doing. Yeah, he was an officer. I want to say in and a the, gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, he was an officer, I believe, in the, the Kentucky or Illinois uh, like National Guard, basically. Would have been Illinois, because that's where he's from. Yeah. I mean, he, he was, I think, Kentucky-born. So I don't know if he would have served in Kentucky. I'm not sure. Log cabin. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> also, he had some sweet facial hair. He did. He did. I, yeah. I liked that mole. That Very experimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, last thing. I always get this mixed up, the ending mixed up with uh, Bogus Journey, because at the end of every... Bill and Ted, I'm like, all right, they're going to do the Kiss song that God gave rock and roll to you. And I was really disappointed when I didn't see yeah. that in this. That's such a perfect Bill and Ted song. That's like it's their... perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So what's your score? One to ten. What would you give it? Uh, I, now that I've seen it again, like, I like it. Didn't blow my socks off. Give it a five and a half, maybe six. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Nostalgia got me, but it also, like, I'm a little... I almost said I'm too mature. That's, that's a bold face lie. O-L. I, 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 I got my button here for the laugh track. I could yeah. have had like a I, studio audience. I just wasn't in the mood for it, and I was like, oh, watching it again. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cute. This is this is quaint. It's like uh, going back to watch Weekend at Bernie's. So I don't, I don't want to spoil something that I was going to say for the end, but do you guys know what this is rated on IMDb? Um, I would guess six and a half or seven. 8.9. Four. Six point nine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> I'm not even shitting you. It's rated a six point nine on IMDb. Yeah. No one review it ever again. Yes. <laughs> Nobody touch it. Nobody look at it. Um, so tell you what were your thoughts? Saw this in theaters, and I don't remember anything Me too. about it. Don't remember I anything about it. Don't remember a damn thing about it. And mm-hmm. I, I just remember seeing it and just thinking that like, oh, what a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how I got there or what, but I, I just remember like, oh. What yeah. a cool, but didn't understand anything about it. Yeah. Seen, seen it a few times since and didn't really process it. They just thought, what a stupid, silly movie. But unfortunately, I was in a good mood last night and I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and it was like, I, I, I fucking, too. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what in the hell is this movie? And I, but I think you said it perfectly at the very beginning. It's like, when you're watching a movie, when you know damn well Keanu Reeves as an actor is just like, I'm just doing this for the paycheck and just having a good fucking time. I don't give a in shit. In 1986, yeah, I don't think he was like... Yeah. It's like, yeah. He, was, he wasn't a big actor. Like, right. This is yeah. like, he's just loving it, life. It, it, it was just... Part, yeah. yeah it's, it's like... And I, and I... Until you said it, like, that's how I felt it. Like, does anybody care what this... Even George Carlin. Like, I don't know why, but I love that 80s kind of era where, like, they'll look at the camera and at the very end when he's like, they get better. <laughs> I was like... That is the way to end the movie. And I was like, and I did not. And again, like even at the very end, he was like, I don't know, Bill. Like, I can't remember who said it. It was, it was Bill or Ted, but it was like, maybe we should learn how to play. I go, wait a minute. Did I miss this whole thing? It's like, did, they didn't, they did not say that early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said it was like, yeah. it was like, and like, I don't even know. It's like, so they don't even know how to play. Yeah. And I was like, this we is, need to get good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I, and, I, oh, yeah. I watched it, and I just was, like, smiling the whole time. And I had a few drinky poos when I was watching it. <laughs> but it was just so stupid. And I will say that, like, I think I liked it a lot. <laughs> and it, it, not that I would be like, oh, you got to watch Bill and Ted. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. But you should watch it at least once. It kind of created a little bit of a phenomenon, you know? Mm-hmm. The time travel aspect was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And when they're, like, going through, and they're just like... He's like, oh, yeah, this can take you to any time, any place. I'm like, 
So is that just a wormhole? It's like I don't know. I like that like, they they had a phone book that could yeah, tell you yeah. like every yeah. time exactly. you place with an operator. Well, like, yeah, yeah. And, 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 it and it was like, and then it was like even at the very end, he was like, no, it's like, like, uh, no, Bill, you gotta dial it's one day later. It's, it's one day later. You gotta dial the next number. And kind of hit him. He's like, oh yeah. And I was like, <laughs> wah, wah, what? And I was like, oh, oh like, yeah, Dad. Yeah. Don't forget to wind your watch. Like, when oh, he knew he was gonna he forget, was gonna yeah. And, and, yeah, and but it was just crazy because like I felt like they actually did wrap it up pretty nicely. Like they all the, the quote unquote continuity. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's like okay. It's like oh yeah, the keys. Hey dad, I'm over here. And it was like it was. I was like, man, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. But damn, it's kind of kind of kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, and you know, you're talking about the budget. I was like early on, I was like. Yeah, where did that budget go? Because like, it, even like <laughs> that castle, t- and then yeah, the castle. Yeah, area. That, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, that western area. I mean, I don't know about that. It was like <laughs> that was uh, a back line. Yeah, that was like cloud, how yeah. bullshit it was. Where like Ted falls out of the armor that fucking quick. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. shit, yeah. Walter. Yeah, yeah that right. was yeah. But I did watch a video showing like how long it takes to strap into medieval armor. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can't just fall no, out of it. No. Turns out, yeah. yeah. But it, it was. I, I don't know. I. Kind of liked it. I think the acting was just. I, I, if there was one negative thing I say about it, like it was, it got to a point where like, man, I can't listen to these voices anymore. I mean, they were funny, but they just kept talking that way, and I was like, oh dude. my god! I was like, dude, yeah, wait, wait a minute. But if we're not here, and it was, oh, I mean, it was I, still funny as shit. But mm-hmm. also, I I did find it humorous, like because even early on, the girlfriend was like, I don't know if I can watch this, and I was like, <laughs> no, we're watching it, yeah, because it was like. He goes to see his dad. He's like, you take my keys? He was like, oh, by the way, if you get an F, you're going to military school. And he was like, okay. Classic. And then when he goes in, he's like, in Alaska. And I was like, hold on. And I was like, but it, was, it was like, it, Alaska. To me at that point, it was like the absurdity of like everything was just like, it's like this, is, this is pretty fucking good. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to send these California dudes to Alaska. I was, like, I was getting some strong, like, dude, where's my car vibe? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, and yes. Then, and then they only, like, only one of the princesses was really had any lines. Yeah. Like she was talking the whole time and then there was the other gal. Rufus yeah. introduced us to a mole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and credit cards. Card. <laughs> like, oh my God. So I, I don't know. I like the film. It is, it, it was nice for me to revisit it because I remember seeing it in theaters and the only thing I really remember in theaters that I liked a lot was the phone booth scenes and uh, Napoleon eating the ice cream. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know why that scene like stuck out to me so much. It's like him just eating that ice cream. I was like, man, that's so cool. I want ice cream. And I was like, that's so awesome. Well, it's like, and, I learned uh, the French word for shit. Merde. Yeah. From yeah. Napoleon. Yeah. Yeah. Bowling a gutter ball yeah. in this movie. Merde, merde, merde. I thought George Carlin looked like the coolest dude ever when he put his bad yeah. shades on. No. Yeah. This was before I knew he was a comedian when I was quite a tiny tot. Because obviously... I couldn't watch those, you know, yeah. types of shenanigans. Yeah. Unless it was like way past nine o'clock and my parents didn't realize I was still awake. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had no idea. I told we watched a documentary on George Carlin a few weeks ago that I think that Judd Apatow put together. Is it on HBO? I believe so, yeah. I've heard it's damn good. It really is, yeah. Okay. Um, and I told her, I said, it's sad that this, this iconic comedian, I mean, he's Mount Rushmore of stand-up comics. Uh, the first thing I saw him in was Bill and Ted. That's the first oh, thing I ever saw. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, he didn't do a bad fucking job in Jersey Girl with Kevin Smith. No. Like, I mean, you know, there's some parts of that movie where it just like 
feels like they're just reading words on the page. But George Carlin, not a bad fucking actor. He was like he comedians. Was probably the best part of Jersey Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comedians, I uh, fucking Robin Williams, right there. Comedians make damn good dramatic actors. They do. Yeah. 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 Well, they say doing comedy is harder than doing drama. drama. Yeah. Yeah. So Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jim Carrey. I feel like we missed out on seeing him in some truly like Robin Williams type roles. I think he could have. He got he, he got mad burnout, and I I, I don't fault him for that. At yeah, all. but yeah. like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That was great. That's, yeah. It's a great fucking Michelle Gondry and um, Truman Show. I thought was yeah, yeah. good. The number twenty three great movie. That was it. Was, it actually, I didn't movie. see that. It took me a long time because I saw it once. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? But I watched it again. I'm they like, advertised it like shit. Yeah. And so everyone yeah. just kind of stuck with two divided by three. Yeah. Six. Six. It was six. actually yeah. It, it it was a good movie. I saw it twice, only twice. But at the first time, I was like, this movie sucks. And it was like, I think it was on TV one time. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch this. I'm like. Okay, this movie is actually pretty legit. Yeah. It's like, and, but again, when you see Jim Carrey, that poor son of a bitch, mm-hmm. so it's just like Robin Williams. It's like, oh, you, uh, you think of Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, at least, my, at least yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he he was damn good. But He's wasn't there great, like yeah. another like weird number movie that came out around that time with John Cusack that was like eight? Yes. Uh, yes. 1408. 1408. 428, which is a great movie. That was a good movie. Worth too. watching. Yeah. yeah. Definitely worth watching. And that's the only one I saw. I didn't and see. Very different for Cusack. Also, yeah. one plus four plus zero plus eight is thirteen. Oh, done. Oh, uh, I, I know we're on this, but Samuel another we, another good uh, John Cusack movie that's a little weird and off um, the beaten path is Identity, mm-hmm. which I saw and I, that blew my fucking mind. I, that's a great film. We should you know pot on it. At yes. Point. Um, and our, our, we're gonna do our mailbag Monday. Um, we're gonna talk about movies that we want people to see, like that are under the radar. So we can talk about that. Yeah, cool. Um, Taylor, how would you rate this movie? I was gonna say before you interrupted, probably a six, six and a half. It was like it was. It's you know, it, I like you said, it's a stupid movie. Uh-huh. There's like <laughs> the phone booth. I, I don't know why I thought it was so funny, but like the whole gum sequence where they're like trying <laughs> to put it back together. I was Oops. like, I was like, and again, there. What? What? What was the montage? Damn, I just saw it last night. What? They the had all. They had an, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. another crazy montage. I'm like, Genghis Khan. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I was like, I'm here for this. I'm here for this montage. Fuck yes. Beethoven with all the keyboards. That yes. was awesome. The fucking yes. music just seemed shredding like, I'm on here for that. I wish I was and, happy like yeah. anything in my life as Beethoven was like well, learning. Yeah. And and I and, electronic and, uh, keyboard. And I'll end it on this. And I had a few drinky poofs towards the end of it, so I kind of was getting a little fuzzy. But at the very end, uh, did one of and this might have been a tribute to like, or Billy Madison stealing from that. Did one of the guys, like, one of the students when he was giving his presentation, oh, the football rules? Yeah, football rules. Yeah, was, was football that from rules. Yeah. It's like nip high football rules. Yeah, it, it, is that from? Is that where Billy Madison got it from? Yeah, I okay. think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I was That's like, awesome. I, was sitting there ha- I was sitting there having a I drink. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. having a drink and I was like, and it, it was kind of silent. And he was like, Sandy must football rules. Yeah, I was like, what just happened? And I was yeah. like, is that from Billy Madison? And Billy was like, oh, I didn't see it. And I was like, okay. She didn't <laughs> see Billy Madison? Well, she didn't. Well, I don't think she has, probably. She's too oh, young. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. She's too young for that. We got to work That's, on that. Yeah. That is but, a mistake. But I would say six. Wait, I'm, I'm young. Six, six and a half. Six and a half. I would say. Yeah. And mainly, most of that comes from nostalgia reasons. Yes. It's like, but I mean, if it was just like some jabroni, I'd be like five. I mean, it's like it gets that nostalgia for a reason. It's, yeah. it's earned that spot. Keanu's you know? hair was great. It, it is great. It yeah. was Gloof. constantly moving. God, Gloof. Loofed. But what was I? Something's afoot at the Circle K. That, I, that, that's my quote. I right there. love yeah. that one. <laughs> I, I was actually that was going to be my question. Yeah. It's like, have you? It, uh, 
like what quotes from this movie do you normally use? And my favorite one is strange things or yeah, strange things. And yeah. The circle. K. Well, and, yeah. And, and it made me wonder, it kind of goes back to the whole ET Reese's pieces or Eminem thing. It's like, did circle K pay for that? Or did you they would hope so? Yeah. It was, you it was like, they, I was like, man, what else would have been around that Twinkies? Time? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. That's what got like Twinkies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they would have had to clear permission to use circle K. That's what I was thinking. I was you like, think like, there'd be payment involved for that yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah. It's free advertising. I still think of Circle K. Like when I see Circle K, I think of this movie. Oh, yeah. I think of that quote yeah. ev- to this day. Yeah. So it stuck with me. strange is afoot. A Circle, Circle K. K. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what do you think? <sighs> I love this movie. Uh, so first of all. Had you seen it before? Yes. Uh, in bits and pieces. I mean, this is a movie that's been around forever. Yeah. You know, it's on cable a lot. Uh, it did come out one year before I was born. So you guys who saw it in theaters, uh, I did not see this in theaters for obvious reasons. Uh, it's 90 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And yeah, was, I cannot yeah. tell you how fucking refreshing it is every time I see a 90-minute long movie yeah. come up on our podcast. I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Watch a movie that's an hour and a half. Like, yeah. I could just crush it. I know there's not going to be a lot of stakes. It's so great. And this I'm, movie... There are zero stakes. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's totally. It is a absolute fluff ride the Junk entire food. time. It's Ooh, so fluff ride. Fluff ride. Ooh, I'll give you a fluff ride later. Dot com. It's going to be my search Ooh. history tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just delightful. I mean, you got goofy actors. You got like goofy plot. You got fucking George Carlin doing George Carlin things. I mean, great music throughout, also. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like peak. Not hair metal. It's kind of like, um, I don't know, like 80s. 80s, like anthem metal. 80s hard rock. Like arena metal. Yeah, yeah. like Eddie Van Halen was like their, you know, the, the guy yeah. that they need to get in their band so mm-hmm. that they Maybe can make a big. Eddie. It's, but it's we can't get Eddie like, until we yeah. get good. And he like, joked that he video. would join them. And like Eddie Van Halen, like when they asked him, like, yeah, I would join them. They oh, asked me. 100%. I mean, Keanu Reeves <laughs> is now a bigger name than Hundo Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Hundo P. Yeah. Like it. This movie has stood the test of time more than Eddie Van Halen has. Mm-hmm. Not to say anything's wrong with Eddie Van Halen, but like... Mm. R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, I, I I just think it's fun. I mean, did you guys have a favorite time traveler of of all of the characters that we saw? Probably Socrates, yeah, I, yeah. I want to say. Socrates? Socrates is great. Because he was like more shocked than, he, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I did find also, and we, we are a little more woke nowadays, but I found it so funny with Genghis Khan. I think, what, did, did he get a bite of a turkey leg? Yeah. And then he started making out with the girl? I'm like, yeah. what is going on right now? <laughs> and then, like, and, like there, there they was, just, they baited him with a turkey. Yeah. They were just like, huh? Oh, yeah. You, you I don't think he turkey? said a word. Ooh. He just took a bite of a turkey leg. He made out with a girl. I was like, food? Yeah. And I was like, what is, I was like, what, what was like, that? Yeah. And honestly, it was a very sophisticated ruler. And that yeah. was kind of awesome. I was like, I was like, that was kind of, that was kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. And he conquered quite a bit of the world. Yeah. yeah. Which, which hey, he turkey did. Legs. He actually made it all the way to uh, Europe. Yeah. Yeah, if you ever want to listen to hardcore history, uh, George, not George Carlin, uh, Dan Carlin does a really great bit about the Mongolian like rule for a while. Hmm. Yeah, it's Euro- crazy. Europa. Europa. Mm-hmm. Eurasia, even. Eurasia. Yeah, he makes it all the way to Europe. But uh, yeah, I, this movie's just so good. I mean, historically accurate? No. No. Uh, they do have some nice touches. Supposedly, the map of Waterloo is accurate to Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo. Really? At hmm. the hands of Lord Nelson. Yeah. Hmm. 
there's little little touches where it's like uh, there's something like Keanu's character said like I don't think that's gonna work, man. And so it foreshadows Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo. That that's pretty great. <laughs> like there, there's were, little touches like well, that. Well, and I like that they they did kind of learn history. Mm-hmm. Like through all this, they did actually learn, and they were like, "Where would Napoleon go? Waterloo." <laughs> I I just loved the like absolutely cheesy, like them reciting lines in sync, like mm-hmm. them saying the same thing, like, "What number are we thinking?" 69 or it's like excellent heavy metal dude <laughs> dude yes yeah i, I will oh this no. movie just made me feel stupider but also like yeah in a fun way it, yeah it, it was like I, I was trying to explain it uh it's like this this movie was awesome because i always like to think about like behind the scenes stuff and i was like think about how many times they had to do this and then cut character, because like we've all seen Keanu Reeves not in any, you know, just like him, his normal self. Mm-hmm. And just think of like that character was like, 69! <laughs> and they'd be like, all right, cut. Um, all right, here we're going to we're gonna shift the camera, change the light. And they're like, god damn. And they're just like, all right. And then, and then they just get right back into character. That stuff blows my think, mind. Like, it's like five years after this came out, he was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Oh, Francis yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, his, his accent was dog shit. In that film, yeah. but well, it's like it's it's proof that you know Keanu is awesome when he stays within his range. That's what they say about singers. Is like, as a singer, you want to know where your voice is on a on a piano. Like you stay in that range. Yeah, you want to you want to you know mode stuff down when it's outside of your range. Yeah, it's don't like, don't go to Bram Stoker's Dracula. You're yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu, you're, you're doing Point Break. Speed Point Break. Keanu's awesome. Yeah, Bill and Ted. I still awesome. have never seen Point Break. Oh, we have to pot over that then. You that. want me? That is a necessity. Dude, a whole Sir? season of surfing movies. Yeah. yeah. That's Swayze and Keanu. That's, that's, that's Swayze's another guy. I will admit, that movie was fucking badass as shit, and I saw Point Break, we're digressing completely, mm-hmm. saw that. I was in the living room while my parents were watching it, and right when they... Travis, spoiler alert. <gasps> there is a, a minor raid... And a girl's titties are exposed, mm-hmm. and then I was forced out of the room after that. Like, but I was I'll watching, watch it. I'll I watch was, it. I was care. watching that movie up to that point mm-hmm. as a young hua, yeah. and then they kicked me out. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, you got to go." I'm like, "Well, I already saw the tits." No. And this movie's awesome. Yeah. So Keanu, I mean John Wick. I mean Keanu, when he stays where he's supposed to on the uh, in terms of music, like within his range, he's great. When he goes to, when he's acting with Oscar winners like Anthony Hopkins and I've Gary Oldman. I've seen where the Boston sleeps. And he's trying to do a British accent. It yeah, ain't good. No. It no. ain't good. But when he's doing The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. And that, I think that's a key to, I mean, any actor or any singer. It's like, know where you are. Know your range. He did a movie with, uh, like, a very drama, romantic thing with uh, Char- Charlize Theron. <laughs> Yes. November, November, or November. Yeah, November, yeah. I thought that was a good movie. I, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's like, and, and, that, and that was I a weird. That. that was a weird were, thing for they him. They're a good couple. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 but it was like I remember seeing that and being like, "This is Keanu Reeves," but he kind of pulled it off. Oh. I was like, "Wow, okay." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I would really dark, love to see both of those actors like, yeah. in an action role." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, he did some weird, like some sports movies too, where he was like the coach for inner city. Uh, like baseball team, but then he was also in the replacements, which Bad I was like, Bears re- which, reboot, I think yeah. It was which it. I was like, I was like, the replacements, this isn't that great. And then no, that I, I've true. turned around and I watch it every single time it's on TV. Gene Hackman is the coach. I'm like, yeah, I know it's not good, but I watch keep it. watching it. I don't know what it is. Love these actors. He needs the only Keanu. Needs Orlando Jones is in that too. Oh, he yeah. needs he just looks like a jerked off an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be the reboot. 
of unnecessary roughness. Oh, he I needs, need Scott Bakula. I need no, Sinbad. Scott, Scott's out. There's like no, but no. Keanu is Sinbad still with us? I, I, I think don't know. Kathy Ireland. Okay. Yeah, Taylor. We, uh, Taylor and I watched it when he was in his old house uh, before he moved. Uh, we were just getting turned uh, in the middle of the day, and he was like. Ne- this is on Netflix. We should watch Necessary Roughness. I'm like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> yeah. And we did. What a great that, cast. That needs to be a reboot, and Keanu Reeves needs to be the quarterback big time. That needs to be a pod. He's yeah. kind of old no. now. So what's Scott Bakula? Have you never no. seen Necessary no, Roughness? No, I have. But yeah. like, ain't nobody in that movie Spring Chicken, including Rob Schneider. <sighs> Wait, I what? God, he, he was the oh, announcer. The announcer. The announcer. Mm. Yes. Well played, Todd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Wrapping up my thoughts on Bill and Ted. Sorry. I think as a time travel movie goes, honestly, like kind of impressive time travel theory integrated in this movie. Mm -hmm. It's like they don't really, they don't just sort of like yada, yada, yada over like you go back in time. Okay. You do a thing. You come back at the right time. It's like they, they're like, okay, the, the clock is running. You have to like, you know, time that you experience in a linear way is going to be, you know, the same to when you return back. I think as we go through this series, it'll be interesting to see how many like screenwriters take on time travel. Yeah. Because it is something that is like, as physics go, very impossible and very uh, yeah. uh, deep and nebulous. So the, yeah. the, all right, um, the last thing I'll say about this is this film is the closest to Doctor Who, basically. They have the telephone, whatever. Um, in, in Doctor Who, the, the TARDIS has a chameleon circuit where it can mimic something of the time period where it goes. So when you see at the very beginning of Bill and Ted, it's just this huge crystal, and then they turn it into a telephone uh, booth. Well, the I guess in Doctor Who, the chameleon circuit on the TARDIS is busted, so it always looks like the blue police box. The second thing about the TARDIS is that it has some circuit in there which is kind of a universal translator, so... Whenever they go to visit some alien world, it's already uploaded that language center in there, and you're hearing the people. Uh, it translation circuit. Well, when you so, have a, a whole TV show about time travel, you can like, do more. But which I I was thinking about when they were talking to Socrates, when they were like, "Okay, we're gonna try and interpret some of this." I'm like, I keep oh, wanting. We are. To make bin, Bill and Ted a in the wind, I keep wanting to make Bill and Ted like somehow attached to Doctor Who. I'm like, oh, I totally get it now. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it that uh, Socrates is like sands through the hourglass as these are the days of our lives. <laughs> it's like <the> fucking soap <laughs> opera. <laughs> uh, seven. This movie's a seven. Yeah. yeah fucking enjoyable. Yeah. Just delightful. I will agree with that. It's like. The, what I have here is like it, it wears its stupi- stupidity like a merit badge that it stitched on itself. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to criticize. It's it's bulletproof in that sense. It's like it's so stupid. It's yeah. self-aware. Yeah, I mean it's like I mean like we were saying like the Napoleon eating uh, Neapolitan ice cream. It's like oh yeah, that's Naples. That's not Napoleon. Yeah, that's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you know, it's like they're then they're doing it on purpose. They're making a dumb joke. What was the, the fucking the ice cream guys? What were they chanting? Like, um, pig or it's like or I know it was it. Uh, it's like squiggy piggy or yeah, something. Yeah, squiggy piggy or it's like yeah, piggy, piggy, piggy. Yeah, 
and then he gets so weird. He gets chucked out of the bowling alley. What, he yeah. gets an extra medal to put up of his other medal. <laughs> he was so proud. <laughs> he was so proud of the button, and then they winked at him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed the cast. Um, I would say six point five. Seven, somewhere in that range. I, I, I got a big kick out of it. And I, I like rewatching it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, it's like, you know, like you're saying, you're dumber, but you're in a good mood. So yeah. why <laughs> not? It's in a great mood watching yeah. this. Yeah. But to, to Travis's point, if you're not in a good mood to watch this, like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Like I said, yeah, my, my dad watched uh, Three Amigos one time. And he's like, I don't get it. This is fucking stupid. And then he watched it a year or two later. And then he was just could not stop laughing. He was like, I don't know why I didn't like it the first time. Yeah, I'm going, com- Buttercup? Like I mean, yeah. how do you not? It's beautiful. Yeah. So just uh, the, this time, I was Great. just now I gotta not in the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I, and it's one of the movies I would definitely like watch at least some of it if I had if it popped up on cable. But you're not watching no. this movie for historical accuracy. No, you're no. watching it for the sheer goofiness of it. Yeah. Right. And nostalgia. No stakes. It's 90 minutes. You can turn it on just like... It smile. is pure junk so, food. Uh, one thing, uh, the sequel in Bogus Journey, I, I cannot remember the actor's name, but he was the v- villain in Die Hard 2, and he played Death, the Grim uh, Reaper. Bill Sadler, yeah. Uh, he is an excellent third wheel. He's most excellent. He's phenomenal. Most they they excellent. keep Rufus in there, but like he's a great like weird straight man mm-hmm. you know, for, for that, that duo. Where they have to play like Battleship against him. and like, yeah. And is, is he in the third movie, too, right? Yes. Okay. Like, you does have he, sunk my battleship. Does he play a large role in the third one? Pretty good. I mean, okay. he, he's definitely there. It's like, as I recall, it's like they, they have a rift with him, and they have to go to hell and, like, go talk to him and kind of, like, they... He was supposed things to, over. He was the bass player in their band, and they, ah, they broke up, okay. and so they had to go kind of, like, you know... Settle their differences. Oh they, my god! Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, now I gotta see this. Yeah, that was their bass player. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's cute. It was, it was a cute movie. Bill Sadler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bill Sadler. Okay. But yeah, that's our first time travel movie. It's pretty cute. Pretty cute. Yeah. Next yeah. time we're gonna go in a completely different direction for number two with the Terminator. James Cameron. Uh, excellent soundtrack. Yeah. Brad Fidel. Iconic. Also did the soundtrack for Fright Night. Oh yeah. Part one. He did. And I still always when I like I'm cooking and I like I'm banging a spoon on the side of a, a pan. It's always in the. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, I'll get to bust out my Schwarzenegger. That's number two, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's both of them. I think that. Well, I think that. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he hits you with "Come with me if you want to live." In that. No, he doesn't do it. That's the other guy. It's Kyle, his baby daddy. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll po- save it for the podcast. Save for the podcast. We'll save for the podcast. Uh, but yeah, we will, we will do that next time. We thank you guys for joining us. Um, we got Travis Bud. Heyo! And, and Taylor Owens. Excellent! And Sean Jordan. Be excellent to each other. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. And party on, dudes. Party on, dudes. And not with a whimper, but probably a whole lot of whimpers. A lot of bangs. That are coming from uh, uh, Bill's uh, room with his dad. And oh, his God. Missy. Dude. Missy. Shut up, Ted. It's totally bogus. Go get some dinner. <laughs> An early dinner. Yeah, early dinner. It was late. Yeah. And they were just fed. Tina, <laughs> you fat lard. Go get some dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see you guys uh, next time. Bye. You can listen, rate, and subscribe to Cinema Vino on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you choose to get your podcast. Our website is at cinemavino.net. And reviews of these movies can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com. 